0: And hello everyone. This episode is brought to you by Agoda.com. When you are planning your next travel experience or vacation, please come visit us at Crossfire.Crusade.Net for all of the tips and tricks. And go ahead and click on the link for Agoda.com to book your stay at one of a million plus fabulous places around the world for discount prices. And as soon as you sign up with them, you will be you will start earning points. And those points can be used for future stays. And it really Saves tons of money. As Khalif and I could tell you, we have really enjoyed being customers and clients of Agoda and we're more than happy to promote Agoda as well. So yeah, next time you plan your trip, remember come see us, click on the link and go to Agoda.com.
1: What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back. This is your boy Khalif.
0: And this is your girl Jameez. And what you, what did you think? We were goners? We weren't doing this anymore? It's been a while. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. Left you. Without
1: a dope beat. Step two. Step two. Step two. Step two.
0: Step two step I, I would let you step 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 sing step step the rest step step of that because, of course, I have no skills in singing. I don't know. I don't know if you guys know, know that, but maybe I've said this many times, but I can hum with the best of them
1: but um man oh yes we've been calling for a while it has been crazy busy on our behalf and we are so sorry that we left you and didn't give you anything to listen to but.
0: I mean, I'm sure you guys found other things to listen to. There are plenty of fabulous podcasts, not to toot our own horn, because of course, not only am I a podcaster, but I am also a podcast enthusiast. And of course, I have um, plenty of other podcasts that I listen to, trying to make sure that we're not repeating things, of course, that other people are talking about. Um, but I did want to say, uh, and I, I hope, uh, Khalif, that you remember, The website if I bring it up because I don't really know clearly but where we work some of you know that we we're in the UAE and we are English teachers I think we have said that before and our job of course is hiring and we want to spread the word about that if you have an education degree a background uh, there there's plenty of jobs available and it is an interesting it's an experience of a lifetime no doubt and i think it's it's well rewarding
1: yes it is and that website is erecruitments.mo.gov.ae he <laughs> That's didn't a lot of dot.
0: he didn't know i was going to do this but i'm really passionate about sharing this opportunity because i think that it's a it's a good experience you And I'm trying to spread it to my I mean, I, I love all of my listeners, but especially my my brothers and sisters from the south, the southern part of the United States and Australians. You know, we were really built the tough stuff and we need some more like tough stuff. Teachers here helping us out, doing great things for these students. They are they are characters. There are days, I'll admit, you know, that I laugh, cry at the same time because it's funny, but then I'm tired, you know, so it's one of those, um, but well, we always have really good stories, really good experiences, and um, they're, they are a great bunch of people, and they, they really are inquisitive, and it is rewarding. It is rewarding.
1: And once again, that website is mo and that's M-O-E dot gov dot A-E. So please... Okay. And with that side note.
0: Oh, and for the, for the people from the South in Australia, I say that because it is hot here.
1: Okay. <laughs> they know they can research the UAE.
0: There's not that much research out there.
1: You can research the UAE and find out temperatures and all that stuff. <laughs> Go to the website, send in your CV or resume, mm-hmm. depending on where you are in the world, what you want to call your work profile, work and
0: profile.
1: then Send that in. up your LinkedIn. <laughs> No, just send it in, and they hopefully they'll get to you.
0: I thought LinkedIn was going to die.
1: But on that note, <laughs> remember, um, you can always come and also check out some of the stuff that we've been writing about the UAE and how you get around and what you do and at our website at net, and oh, that's crossfire.crusade.net.
0: So, oh, because we're not just working. We have been traveling, too, so... We, we do have some interesting travel experiences as well to share. So we haven't just we, – we play hard, too.
1: And on that note of playing hard, we did go to the movies. We
0: always uh, go to the movies.
1: No, 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 but this was a special event in honor of Black History Month, and mm. I called it in honor it of Black History Month. It was good that it came month.
0: out in Black History Month because February is one of my favorite months because it's the month of love and also about black history.
1: It is the, the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, of
0: yeah.
1: releasing Black Panther. How did you... I guess, in the beginning, we'll just say this. This is going to be a semi-spoilery review.
0: A, a little bit. I'm trying not to spoil it too much, because I know a lot of you have not watched it, or may feel like you can't relate to it if you're not into comic books or the Marvel Universe for some reason. And I will admit, and I'll I'll say this honestly, I was not a comic book person, but I love Marvel movies, so... And I like Batman, but that's DC. But that's the only thing from DC that I like is Batman. So
1: You always bring this up.
0: I just want to make sure people don't think I'm some kind of fraud. I'm trying to make things up because I I do not know about the comic book history behind this. Although I think Stan Lee is great. And of course you guys remember we did get to meet him at Comic-Con a few years back. And uh, I think he's, he's a joy. He's a delight. And the the universe he's made is very interesting.
1: And on that note, I guess we're going to talk about. Well, we got past our introductions, and once again, I want to say we're sorry for leaving you as long as we did. I'm I didn't not realize sorry. I am. Because, <laughs> I'm sorry because <sighs> I really I I enjoy this part of the job.
0: Oh, absolutely, I do enjoy it. It's just you
1: know it. my other job has been dominating my work experience.
0: We we got a lot of what do you call lots of, lots of things on the fire? What what do we what do, what goes on the fire?
1: We have a lot of Kindle. I guess. I don't know.
0: I don't remember. See, that's what I get for trying to use something that we we have a lot of balls to juggle. I don't don't know.
1: She said balls.
0: (laughs) I mean, because a lot of you don't know that um, not only is Khalif very busy in his job and creativity outlets and things like that, but I also, because I'm a big nerd, I also have gone back to school as well. So now I'm a teacher and a student all over again, getting a graduate degree. So there are a lot of we're, we're really busy doing a lot of things, and unfortunately, this took a backseat, but we did not forget, and we do love your listeners, and we love doing this, and we will be more
1: proactive.
0: Right. Of course, and of course, we had to set up our studio, too, because um, maybe you guys do not know, but Khalif is a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to this. So the studio, is understating. The studio was never qu- quite right, and as for me, I'm like, let's just get it out there, so. um you know but we're different in that way we're we're a little different that way because I this I do not know how to create this on my own but I do know how to talk and uh but I do not know how to do the audio engineering half so we had to make sure that Khalif is happy with the product that he creates
1: and now we are going to get into a little bit of history with Black Panther so, you guys, I mean, before it's not to we catch start, you up to speed.
0: I'll go I'm really quick because I know the history is really fascinating, but I'm such a silly kid. Without even knowing all the history of Black Panther, I was so excited about this movie for three months. And then the week before, I was literally like, I can't wait. <laughs> so, we saw it opening night here, and I'm pretty sure we'll see it again before it leaves the theater. So, I just wanted to say that, that, uh, I was, it was like, Christmas for me. I was unusually excited. I have never been like that about a movie. And so that was really new for me.
1: And so basically with the Black Panther, it's a brief history. It's not the full history because it is a long, long history. You can find this out at the Marvel wiki pages and Marvel actual comic book website itself. Mm -hmm. So Black Panther is a fictional superhero appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. The character was created by writer-editor by writer editor Stan Lee and writer-artist Jack Kirby. First appearing in the Fantastic Four, issue number 52, in July 1966, in the Silver Age of comic books, Black Panther's real name is T'Challa, king and protector of the fictional African nation called Wakanda. Along the possessing enhanced abilities achieved through ancient Wakandan rituals of drinking the heart-shaped herb, Or Herb, as my British companions will say, T'Challa also relies on proficiency in science, rigorous physical training, and hand-to-hand combat skills, and access to wealth and advanced technology to combat his enemies. Black Panther is the first superhero of African descent in mainstream American comics. I repeat, the first superhero of African descent in mainstream American comics having debuted years before early African-American superheroes such as Marvel Comics' The Falcon and Luke Cage of DC Comics, John Stewart in the role of Green Lantern and the I'm sorry, and John Stewart in the role of Green Lantern, the Black Panther storyline which ran through 13 issues of the Jungle Action series, number 6 through 18 is considered to be Marvel's Comics first graphic novel. In one comic book storyline, the Black Panther mantle is hand, handled by Casper Cole, a multi multiracial New York City police officer. Beginning as an impersonator, Cole would later take on the moniker of White Tiger and become an ally of T'Challa. The role of Black Panther in leadership of Wakanda is also given to T'Challa's sister, Shiri, for a time when, she is left, when he is left recovering from critical injuries.
0: I find that interesting. Um... I, I don't know if you know, but the whole what was it the- the the white tiger guy you mentioned was the New York City police officer is that correct
1: that is correct.
0: I wonder how that would work and do you think that they would try to work that in the future uh black panther movie
1: well if you're if this is gonna be spoil non like it's semi spoiler ish uh-huh um let's save that to later. Because I think I know how they're doing this. Because Casper Cole was a New York American, an American, a multiracial American. Yes, it's
0: multiracial. But what races are they meaning when they
1: say <laughs> Uh Black and white, basically. Okay. So, but he's more like the John B. of the superheroes.
0: Um, well, no. technically
1: John B. wasn't.
0: no. No, well, it can't be John B.
1: Well, John B. was all white. but Yeah.
0: And, uh, but, you
1: know, everybody thought John B. had a little something else in him, you know.
0: Oh, well, you know, a tan and a haircut, a certain haircut. So, um, well, Black Panther has made numerous appearances in various television shows, animated films, and video games. The character is portrayed in live action by Chadwick Boseman in the 2016 film Captain America Civil War and the 2018 film Black Panther set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So remember, if you saw Civil War, that was the first time we saw him. He, the father was, this shouldn't be spoilers because this movie came out two years ago. So, you know, there was, there was a terrorist attack at the, uh, what at was the it, U- The Hague?
1: I thought it was the U.N.
0: But... Was it it was in New York? I thought it was in, in um uh, Amsterdam. Well we'll figure that out in a minute. Um but not Amsterdam, uh den Haag, Netherlands. <laughs> but basically there's terrorist attack and and T'Challa's father was killed in that attack. And that's when we first meet Black Panther. And we know that he's set to go back home and as he discusses, and that of course is where the Black Panther movie does pick up.
1: And now since we gave you a little brief history, which is in the comics, um, now we're going to talk about the Black Panther movie, which let's just get it. Let's just get it out. Um, likes and dislikes.
0: No, I don't want to start with likes and dislikes. I have to I have to marinate on that a little bit. I want to really talk about uh, director Ryan Coogler and the other work he has done.
1: Okay, I'm sorry, I'm jumping the gun. I'm ready to just talk about the movie, man.
0: Well, because I really like this guy. Not only is he a millennial, you know, he's very talented. Him and I, um, I like to say we have some things in common. <laughs> I'm joking, but he's our director. If you ever saw the film Fruitvale Station, I do believe it is still on Netflix. It is a powerful film based on a true story that happened in uh, Oakland, California. And, of course, the main character is played by none other than Michael B. Jordan. And it was a fabulous movie. It was heart-wrenching. And it meant a lot to the people who who experienced that event and the people of, of Northern California who were affected by the outcomes from that.
1: And just in case if you don't know about Fruitvale Station, you probably are more familiar with his other works in 2015, Creed. Sorry, and once again, Michael B. Jordan.
0: Uh, I mean, he didn't really show his acting chops too much with Creed. I'm not a big fan, but I'm not a Rocky person. Um, but it was a good movie, made a lot of money, and he looked darn good as a boxer. Well, it well. wasn't
1: about Michael B. Jordan. I'm talking about this is another writing and directing day, uh, job for ryan coogler
0: right and
1: it was excellent
0: it was done
1: and then and i mean it impressed stallone who writes his own and stars in his own film so of he thought course. it was good of which course. is why he came in and that's what they're doing too. D- i do
0: i do want to emphasize that not only is ryan coogler director of these films but he's also the writer so that takes two different set of skills and they're very it's, it's amazing and the fact that he was able to tackle something that was real life first like a docudrama kind of film and then went with creed which was continuing in a, in a huge legacy of rocky and able to hold its own that it, it makes sense that he was he would be the one to carry black panther because and now he's really diversified you know what i mean so he He's a very strong director, very strong writer, and I think he can be trusted to carry these mantles.
1: You know, honestly, um, Ryan Coogler—he kind of reminds me of a young John Singleton. When John Singleton first came out, he had Boys in the Hood, Higher Learning, mm-hmm. and these movies were like hard-hitting, like, "Whoa."
0: John Singleton's really heavy, though, and I like that Ryan Coogler can go in and out of that, and he he, he makes a good balance. Between well, that's what I'm saying. Really he reminds
1: heavy... me of early uh, Singleton. Later on, Singleton started really, like, hitting you over the head with the things that he's trying to get across.
0: hmm mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. But, um, the plot of Black Panther. hmm <laughs> Well, oh, I'm going? Oh, okay.
0: yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, I already, like, stroked Ryan Coogler's ego <laughs> so much. I figured you could take the plot part.
1: Well, the plot of the movie is that you have T'Challa, the king of Wakanda, rise to the throne in the isolated technology advanced African nation, but his claim is challenged by a vengeful outsider who was a childhood victim of T'Challa's father's mistake.
0: Okay. So, and you may see it as you see it, but I thought, uh, so let's go with likes and dislikes. Uh, Kalief, no, you. No, no, you first. No, no, Kalief. Let me, let me. I did not want to repeat what or take away from what you may have to say because you have. Kalief has more experience with the Marvel universe, so Kalief, can you please? It has
1: nothing to do with my experience. Go
0: with your likes and dislikes.
1: Well, this overall, this has been one movie that has meant more to me, as a man, a black man, and it's crazy because. It's one of these, um it's a story that kind of talks about the pain of the African-American. And yes, for once, I did say African-American. Uh The black Americans and the plight of the slavery, they, the pain that came from that. And I felt bad because I really identified with the villain of the movie and the things that he said and the, the part that he the things that he talked about and his motivations I could really identify with, with his anger mm-hmm. and the things that he would say. We'll get into some of those favorite quote lines later. <laughs> but um it was it was magnificent. And and on the other hand, T'Challa was just suave, like young king who's trying to find his way, who's this man who has all the weight of the people coming down on him. And he's just trying to figure out how to protect his people, which I also identified with that. It's like, you're looking out for your family. What is good for your family? But you don't want outsiders coming in, so you try to, well, we should stay hidden from the world. But then everyone around you is like, no, it's time for us to expand and move out of our, of our hood, so to speak, and go out and try to help our, they're all, well, Michael B. Jordan's character said, well, aren't they all your people? during one of their fight scenes and that really like whew yeah uh,
0: okay um, so those are your likes do you have any dislikes
1: um dislike um the name Killmonger <laughs> I did not like that. But isn't
0: that from the comic book, though? That
1: is stripped directly from the comic book. So,
0: you know, they... I mean... That was a mistake made years ago, right? No, no, no,
1: exactly. (laughs) I'm not blaming it on the movie. That's why it's a minor dislike. It was just one of those things I was like... Like his, uh, um, forget his name, cause I was like, I was thinking about it last night and I was like, why could his name have been like Eric Stryker? And I was like, nope, Stryker is the guy who made, who infused adamantium into Wolverine, onto Wolverine's bones. Right. Uh, Eric, and I kept coming up with all these names that had Eric and this, and I was like, nope, that's Magneto's real name. <laughs> uh, damn, what is, what, what Eric can go with?
0: I uh, you know, maybe it could have been something like playing like Johnson or something, you know. But I something mean, that means but that's, that's, his, that's his nickname though, because his actual name is not Killmonger. That's a that's a nickname.
1: Oh, I know. But I was just saying, even the military could could have given him a better nickname than that. You know, you know, like you know, you got the guy who's from Chicago, but they call him Texas because he has a weird accent. But then the guy that's from Texas. I don't. Speaks. I don't.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Okay, never mind. It's military stuff. Dude.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Made up military platoon you were a part of.
1: No, no, no. It's just movies I've seen, you know?
0: We have watched a lot of military movies lately, too. So I don't know what that's about.
1: And another <laughs> dislike, Um, actually, I don't have any other dislikes than that.
0: Okay. I just
1: love loved the movie, and I thought it was fantastic. Maybe under a second watch, maybe I'd be like, uh, that sucks.
0: I know, maybe we should have watched it again before we, but that's okay. That's okay. Ah, so anything else to add to that, Kali?
1: No, no, no. Let's, let's throw it on to you now.
0: Well, I had a question. Do you feel like you were well represented in the film? Like, do, you, do could what do you, you mean? could you connect to the characters? Um, I mean, you did say you connected with uh, Killmonger, and uh, so in the anger that he had. Do you do you feel like your experience was well represented?
1: I think. Um, let me say it like this: not my experience, but just the experience of people as a whole, of the Black African American as a whole, that pain was, mm-hmm. these are touchy subjects, people. Mm-hmm. And these are things that people would always try to tell black Americans, oh, just get over it. But we still say nine eleven, 11 never forget, mm-hmm. you know.
0: I mean, it is more recent.
1: It is more recent, but that pain still, no one um, impugns the pain of someone who's a A victim of 9-11. So if, and those, and that pain will be felt for generations to come, Mm -hmm. but also slavery, Jim Crow, mass incarceration, all those things that they still go on, racism, they still go on today and they affect people. And those, and those psychosis still pass on from generation to generation. That's
0: true. The trauma. We talked about this before that that trauma didn't end when we were freed from from slaves because it's still a continual process. It would be different had all of a sudden we were free from from slavery and and then that was the end and we were exactly made equal and you know all's well that ends well. But like you said, it's a continual victimization process that continues day, which is why we are still we are still talking about mass incarceration. We're still talking about Black Lives Matter because this this is not this is. And uh, now. This is not just oh it happened to us, you know, generations ago. We are still experiencing the very real and traumatic effects of that to this day. So that's why there is no getting over it because it's still happening.
1: And the poli- and that and that simple Which politics is what was brought
0: up in the movie in a in a very and I think in a in a very classy way.
1: No, exactly. And the politics that this movie is presenting, the very real politics of real life was presented and handled in such a tasteful way and it Mm. weaved into the story and made the story that much more concrete usually in marvel movies you get it's always the external force like i've always said um like i talked to some of my muslim brothers and i said it's easy to tell the story that the enemy is outside right but when you have to look at oneself and see the enemy from within Uh that is a much harder story to tell
0: absolutely
1: and in this case, you had both of those happening simultaneously in this movie. And I thought that philosophy was brilliantly displayed on in visual media because you had the enemy... Killmonger, who's Mm -hmm. who's affecting Wakanda, but I'm not going to get into the other spoilery parts. Yeah, um, we're not going
0: to spoil it too much. We do want you to enjoy. But he's an
1: outsider. But also, T'Challa has this inner battle where he's also he's making decisions where he's going is hurting his people at the same time.
0: And that's possible. And like what I liked about it, and what we'll get into my likes now, is that there exists people who understand the struggle and strife of others and they empathize with it they sympathize with it but they haven't gone through it themselves which is similar you know t'challa grows up a prince he has plenty he never had goes without you know he's well loved he has two parents you know like he has the quintessential childhood and upbringing you know while on the other hand uh people who are against Wakanda or like to do Wakanda harm or things like that or or even his his ex-girlfriend have issues with that because they're like it's a disconnect between what you experienced growing up and what other people in the world have to experience on a daily basis and I feel like that's what happens in the black community a lot like for me growing up and having a really great childhood and not understanding all these other things. My parents really, I mean, they talked to me about it, but if you don't experience it, you have a hard time relating. And so as an adult, you have to be really cognizant of doing your best to relate to that experience and not tell people that they're being ridiculous when they talk about these things. And it also goes into the fact that we have... um what we call, you know, our Caucasian advocates, right? Like maybe they grew up with a really great life, but can you connect, can you empathize with what other people are suffering or going through?
1: Because pain is just pain. And if you cannot empathize with someone who, if you cut them, do they not bleed? Mm -hmm. If you cannot identify with the pain that they feel from that slash, Mm -hmm. then you are kind of disconnecting from society as a whole. And you're being um, not you personally, but mm-hmm. it's a very selfish act. Like, well, well, I didn't go through that. And on a so side note. So you must note- be
0: making it up, right? And that's the same thing when we talk about, uh, men and women who have been victimized with this Me Too movement. Sometimes people have told them, you know, you're seeing this wrong, or it's not as bad as you think, or no, I can't believe that person would do that. Cause you know, and so you don't want to minimize someone else's traumatic experiences just because it did not happen to you. Exactly, and that's the same thing we're running, and and everything, everything society is like this now. And so, what I also like about this movie is that uh, my coworkers, they saw this movie, uh, they went home, and they just, they didn't watch anything else. They just had to let that marinate. They had to think about it to let it sink in. And that's one of those things. When have you seen an action hero, superhero movie? cause people to have the, that conversation. It caused them to have to stop and think, to to let them be like, oh, I, the, the, I need to let that sink in. You don't see that often. So for it to be a Marvel movie and to do all that, that's amazing. You know, again, I got to give them their props because the acting, of course, was they, they These guys are not, this isn't their first run around the block. You know, they they are very good at what they do. And, of course, I, I couldn't help it in the movie. I kept seeing, you know, Chadwick comes on the screen and he's just, I just turned to Khalif and i was like, I'm so goodness. sorry, honey, but he is so handsome. You know, I just, just this little chocolate, he's not little, but, you know, <laughs> this chocolate prince. And
1: uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was smiling, too. I was like, man, he comes on, he makes it I'm like, man a man <laughs> looking down, like this down, making me smile what, what the hell
0: yeah i mean it, 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 it was precious and of course we all love the actress who played as mother uh angela bassett i've grown up with her playing that role of uh, the strong woman a mother a sister a confidant you know so it's always good to see her and i just really feel like um they did a really good job of even though you're watching it and you know that it's happening in africa and that these are all African and African American actors and actresses that it and didn't British. feel like
1: Britons as well
0: Yeah, I mean African descent peoples <laughs> and uh, the diaspora you know of African descent peoples and I just thought that even though you're watching it you don't think oh black movie you know you think this is it's a Marvel. Marvel film and it was really enjoyable and I gotta give props to the <laughs> Hobbit guy you know um, at first he seemed like the awkward outsider but then he kind of fit himself in you know and I recently I liked that actor I saw him on Netflix in a TV show where he played a character I didn't no one could like so uh, it, it's interesting that I I did not see him as an actor until he was older so I don't know what he did in his younger days but
1: um, um well maybe he was still older I remember him from Hitchhiker's Guide
0: yeah I mean he older but he could just have be one of those people that just looks old
1: oh hard 25
0: you know because yeah i mean i yeah so and that was not a good movie but of course i loved that uh, was it most death
1: oh yeah i still love that movie <laughs> i watched it the other day and i was like <laughs> it's
0: not that good <laughs> no
1: it isn't but yeah. i still like to watch it
0: okay so the dislikes i'll just will re- quickly say there are some scenes in there that i felt like were kind of um I don't know if you guys remember Velvet Velvet black light posters and things or something you could color. Oh, this uh Lisa Frank. When I was a kid there was Lisa Frank. You guys should look this up. She uh I don't know, she this company made all these weird stationeries. Colorful, really girly, really Hyperactive psych- psychedelic colors, and so there were some scenes in there that looked like that. and I was like, Oh, give me a break, you know, eye roll. But then again, I think that that was necessary to bring you back into the fact that this is a
1: wait. Are you talking about a spectral movie? rim?
0: I don't know what you mean by spectral. Wrong. Okay,
1: after he drank the heart shaped herb and he goes to the place of the ancestors, yeah, of course,
0: it's ridiculous.
1: It's supposed to show that it's in a different location. So it's you're not, still,
0: look, I mean, I tell you people, please go back, and look at Lisa. <laughs> drink in these posters you'll know what i'm talking about some of my girlfriends who were who were td boppers preteens in the 90s you will know what i'm talking You're about you were being so evil that's not i had to have a dislike and that's a real dislike
1: i don't know i'm just teasing you i don't care
0: okay all right so moving on
1: man so we talked about some things well, let's get into the characters of the movie uh,
0: brief well lee <laughs>
1: i guess But as I was saying, we're getting into the characters Mm -hmm. of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, One, I did put Wakanda, Mm -hmm. because it it is a fictional place. So I did feel it was a character of the movie.
0: It it, it does have its own spirit, you know? So it is a character, I would agree. And I love the fact that it looks... You can't tell what it is from... You know, you can't judge a book by its cover kind of thing, right? So that's pretty cool about Wakanda.
1: Yeah, so it talked about how it's the... It's the ancient but advanced civilization that has a monopoly on vibranium.
0: Yes. And
1: so those, for those who don't know exactly what vibranium is, vibranium, it absorbs sound waves and other vibrations, including kinetic energy. Absorbing sound waves and vibrations and kinetic, and kinetic energy makes this metal much stronger. It was discovered by the Wakandan ancestors, to protect this resource, they concealed their country from the outside world. T'Chaka founded the country's education by occasionally selling off minuscule uh, quantities of the metal. As a result, Wakanda is one of the one of the world's most technolog- technologically advanced nations.
0: And I want uh, to be clear, because this may not be clear. If you see them, you may not be paying attention. That. Wakanda is actually made up of is it six tribes and one tribe is kind of living on their own. But yes, it actually six. so this actually it is a nation of of six main tribes. So they but they all are considered Wakandans. And they, they do specialize in different things, just like you would see in um any other country where you have different nation states that exist, or in the U.S. you have different states or Canada provinces where each one contributes something different, and they have a, a unique personality, and in this, and in Wakanda, they have like an, a spearing animal kind of thing as well, and they do have different, um, like the, the, the group of herders, you know, who are really good with animal husbandry and things like that, so it's important to remember that they are distinct, and they used to fight all the time, but they were united into one nation, which we see that around the world a lot. Even here in the UAE, the emirates are actually seven, seven emirates? Seven. With the distinct backgrounds and history and culture that have come together in one nation similar.
1: And a fun fact, during the early 1940s, a small amount of Wakanda vibranium came into the possession of the scientist Myron McLean. He tried to combine vibranium with an iron to form a new tank armor, Mm -hmm. but that was unable unable to fuse the elements. One morning, he found that the two materials had bonded on their own in an unknown manner. The ultra resilient alloy was used to create Captain America's shield. McLean worked for decades without success to duplicate the accident. Mm -hmm. However, during the experiment in the 1960s, he developed the virtually indestructible metal adamantium.
0: Okay, and we don't want to say like fun facts, as this is like fact. This is actually a part of the the storyline in, in Avengers, so it's not like a fact fact. You know, vibranium is not real in case you know some people might be. Confused. Neither is
1: Animantium, but I mean this is real in the MCU. Marvel cinematic universe. There you
0: go. Okay. And so... We, just want to be clear, because some people do get confused. I mean, not to make fun, but some people do get confused about what's real and what's, you know... Because it does sound realistic. Vibranium does sound like a realistic material.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then you got T'Challa, the Wakandan politician, the current ruler of Wakanda, and the current holder of the Black Panther mantle. After his father was killed in a bombing... Sorry, in a bombing the Winter Soldier, whom was widely believed to be responsible for the man... Uh, sorry responsible for the attack after being drawn into the avenger civil war siding with iron man t'challa learned the truth about Zimo's deception and decided to help the winter soldier by granting him asylum in wakanda
0: wait do we we, we knew that we knew that in the from the from the civil war movie
1: yes okay. and so i
0: missed
1: it well sorry i watched it recently and so we keep going mm-hmm so after his coronation, T'Challa began hunting down Ulysses Claw, only to be confronted by his.
0: Now that's the name. Ulysses to, Claw. Yeah.
1: <laughs> only to be confronted by Eric Killmonger, who sought the throne for himself. And as we said, T'Challa's played by Chadwick Bozeman, an American actor who is best known for the portrayal of T'Challa, Black Panther, in the MCU, since 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also played uh, number 42, Get On Up, the James Brown story. And Marshall. He also starred in The Express, Draft Day, and The Message from the King. Ooh. Eric Kilmonger, Eric Stevens, Eric Stevens—that's his name. Sorry, I couldn't remember it the real earlier. Real
0: name. Do not, do not say the other, the other part. Was oh, a- oh! But I did one before I forget, um, because I haven't seen Captain America: Civil War since I first saw it. And I did want to say that the bombing that killed T'Challa's father did not happen in the UN building in in New York City, and it did not happen in Den Haag. It actually took place in Vienna. And I was in because he, some of you know that last summer Khalifa and I traveled all over that part of Europe. I was like, I've been there before, but and now I and now we know it was Vienna. They were having an Accords meeting in Vienna. Just wanted to put that out.
1: No, no, no. It's all good.
0: Okay, so uh, Eric Stevens.
1: So he he was was a a former American. uh, Was that former American Black Ops soldier? And and through and through. uh, Sorry. And his savagery while serving in the U.S. Black Ops earned him the nickname Eric Killmonger.
0: Right. And the only. I'm just gonna skip most of the rest of that because the only reason why we know about this backstory when it comes to him is because the guy. What is that actor's name? Honey, look 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 for the, the actor, love, the Hobbit ooh. actor. Hobbit actor. Hobbit actor works for the CIA and he had the dossier of Eric Killmonger, so he knew about this character and he was able to share that information with uh T'Challa and his guards.
1: And and so he was and is that Skip, skip, skip. A, skip it? Okay. Yeah, go
0: to Michael B. Jordan so Michael B. Jordan and <laughs> he,
1: um he's the middle of three children, was born in Santa Ana, California, and raised in Newark, New Jersey. And my and his middle name is Bakari, meaning noble promise in Swahili. Jordan starred in three of the most critically acclaimed television dramas for the past decade of the past what, decade. What
0: television dramas?
1: Oh, I didn't get them.
0: <laughs> oh. Hmm. Okay. Hey, hey,
1: like I tell my students, hey you guys wanna know L I U. So, some of my favorite um, quotes.
0: I think you should skip A. It's a giveaway.
1: No, I, that's my favorite quote.
0: Yes, but it's a giveaway. No, it isn't. I'm
1: okay. going to say it anyway. It's like, um, he said, uh, cause this was, this was one of the things. It was the, probably for me the most powerful line in the movie. Mm-hmm. It said, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from ships because they knew death was better than bondage. And in, in out of context, you guys were like, what the hell?
0: No, everybody knows that. It's not a what the hell
1: moment. That makes perfect sense. No, he's saying no one knows why it's my, it's just that it's the, the, the energy that he he had when he said it and the anger behind it. It was just like, dude, I feel you. Oh man. I feel you right on bro. Um, I, I waited my whole life for this. The world is going to start over. I'm gonna burn it all. And for some strange reason, there was a third one, but I don't have it. So I'm moving on. Mm. (laughs) Unjobu, born to the King Azuri of Wakanda, an unknown woman, Unjobu, was raised as a member of the Golden Tribe and received one of the royal rings prior to his father's death. Later in life, later joined the ranks of the War Dogs, while his brother T'Chaka inherited both the throne and the mantle of Black Panther. So over time, when Jobu became convinced that Wakanda's isolationist policies were doing more harm harm, harm than good, <laughs> and people of the African descent around the world were being oppressed, he then decided that only course of action was to initiate global revolution. To arm his cause, he revealed the country's existence to a black market arms dealer, Ulysses Claw, and helped him infiltrate Wakanda in order to steal a cache of vibranium.
0: Here's my issue though. He helped Claude get in, but why could Claude never get back?
1: Oh, because he could never, he could never, he, once he got out, he could never go back in. He needs someone. But I don't know. Hmm. I thought I knew the answer because actually, okay, in the movie, he helps Michael be Jordan's character to get back to Wakanda.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I guess. Maybe he needed assistance. Mm -hmm. And Unjobu, he's played by Sterling K. Brown. This man never ages. He's been on TV since the late 90s. No, not late 90s,
0: before that.
1: Well, I'm just starting from that point. Um, Okay, so no, no, no. Early 90s. Yeah. um, Sterling K. Brown, the man has been in everything from American crime to to NCI. NCI acting. NCIS, thank you. I couldn't remember the last letter.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) Also, uh, what was that? The dung dung.
0: Oh, you confirmed that. I think everybody has been on Law and Order at some point. Yeah, he's
1: been on. Everybody has been on Law and Order. Order. He also was on your show.
0: Well, NCIS is my show. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. Your show.
0: Oh, the the Army Wives.
1: Person of interest.
0: Oh, person of interest. I don't think I got to the part where he's in there.
1: I just said that was your show because it was like,
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I got little, I got little crushes everywhere.
1: (laughs) And my favorite quote from him in the movie, he says, no tears, no tears for me, son. And that was heart wrenching because you could just, in this moment, you see pain all over the place. Like the pain that he's been gone for so long and he's hardened to the absence of his father. Um, and the fact that the son, the father still loves his son.
0: Okay. Well, you know.
1: I haven't gotten into all of that, but I'm just saying it's, there, just, there's,
0: there's it's a, a lot moment. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of family issues going on in this movie. But let me get to probably my favorite uh, female character in the movie, which was Okoye. Okoye is the general of the Dora... How don't even know how to say that. Malahe Malahe, Malahe. Malahe. I don't know. And the head of Wakanda's armed forces and intel. Witnessing T'Challa's coronations, she joins him in tracking down Ulysses' claw after Eric Kim kill—oh.
1: Oh, Oh, you don't want to go into that.
0: Yes. Okay, so I'm going to skip that part. But But let's just say she is uh, loyal to the throne. She is loyal to the throne, but she is also very close to T'Challa and always looking out for him. And it turns out that her husband is also a close friend in the other one of the one of the tribes of Wakanda. Um and that is also so she's in she's into it. Um and of course she's played famously she has been playing the last few years, some years, right, honey? I don't know how long Walking uh, about Dead.
1: Eight, nine.
0: Yeah, she's been the character of Michonne on Walking Dead. Her real name is Deny. Guerrera, and I could be pronouncing, I could be butchering that, I will admit. Um, but she was born in Grinnell, Iowa, to parents from Zimbabwe. So she has that natural African dignified Connection. manner. Uh, her father was a chemistry professor at Grinnell College. And when she was five, the family moved back to Zimbabwe. She studied psychology at McAllister College, which I don't know where that is exactly. It sounds like Canada, but and it, and received a, a master's of fine arts from New York University's Tisch School of the Arts. And if you're a fan of School of the Arts, this is probably the biggest one, um, as far as like well known. And what else is there about Well, her?
1: there's I a know? fun fact mm-hmm. and about the comic book character in the comic. She's all she's all she also protects and val and valet as seen and valet seen in. A little bit she valets for the king, but also if if he's still single, she is a potential wife of the king.
0: But I'm pretty sure in the movie she's already someone's wife.
1: Well in the movie, yes. Yeah.
0: And and but T'Challa is single though. He is single and we find out why um his his ex girlfriend is M- Nakia. 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 She's a
1: Wakandan spy, T'Challa's lover and member of the War Dogs, who is often sent on missions around the world. Love interest of the protagonist. She's played by... Lupita Lupita. Nyong'o. Lupita, I can't say her whole name, was born on March 1st in 83 in Mexico City to Kenyan parents. Very worldwide. Her father... A senator, was then a visiting lecturer in political science. She was raised in Kenya at the age of 16. Her parents sent her back to Mexico for seven months to learn Spanish.
0: I actually know a fun fact about Lupita's family. Um, her parents are very well-traveled. Her father did travel the world has, as a professor, which is pretty neat. It's kind of what Khalifa and I do. <laughs> And um, so all of her siblings are named the name from the country where they were at the time they were born. And so that's why she has the Spanish name Lupita.
1: Oh, that's cute. One of my other favorite characters, Mm M'Baku. He's the leader of the Jabari tribe, a group of Wakandans who have removed themselves from the mainstream society and a staunch opponent for T'Challa's rule who ends up torn between challenging him for the throne only to keep only to help him defend Wakanda from Eric Killmonger.
0: You just gave you just gave it away. No, I didn't. He wanted me to stop before.
1: Oh well you should have stopped me. <laughs> I'm just I'm reading, man.
0: Okay. We'd have to let them know that we read these things.
1: Man, I read. I Most don't of care. I make outlines. Well
0: what's really cool about his tribe is that they are represented by the gorilla. White ape.
1: The white ape.
0: Oh, I think it's a gorilla. Or the white
1: gorilla. Sorry. <laughs>
0: and they live in Silver the mountains facts. where it's cold, and they were, they they did not come into the fold fully. They kind of keep their distance, but they still believe in Wakanda, um, but they are not very active in Wakandan politics.
1: And um and although Mbaku is a politician, um, for Wakanda within Wakanda. They they are isolationists within the isolationists, <laughs> and I love the fact. My favorite line from Mbaku is like, like we will murder you and feed you to our children, and everyone was like, <gasps> he's like, I'm only joking. We're vegetarians. I love that. That was awesome.
0: It it was it was very funny.
1: And this character is played by Winston Duke. Winston Duke is an is an actor known for Black Panther, Avengers Affinity War, which is coming out. Mm-hmm. And he's been a recurring character on the show Person of Interest as well.
0: Everyone seems to be going through POI. I know.
1: You want to do Shuri?
0: I can do Shuri because Shuri was so cute. So Shuri is the princess of Wakanda. She's T'Challa's baby sister. She is uh, just fabulous scientist and inventor and she's always making new things and trying new things and uh she even helps with the missions even without physically being there she's developed some technology for that so she is extremely helpful extremely useful there nothing basically black panther would really be at disadvantage if he didn't have her and all her scientific brilliance and she does as a brother sister does you know there is some little teasing back and forth at the end of the day you know she is she will show up for her big brother in a big way and several times throughout the movie um so she is played by letitia wright uh, who is British Guyanese actress. So here's another African connection to Guyana. We all know people from Guyana. Uh, very a small nation, very beautiful, proud people. Um, and it's really interesting uh, that she, I think, is going to uh, portray Shuri again in the movie coming out this summer. Uh what else has she been in?
1: A movie uh, we, called
0: Urban Hymn in twenty fifteen and a move, another movie this year. So oh she has several movies this year. So she has The Commuter, which has already come out, and that's Liam Neeson, I do believe. Yes. And Ready Player One, which is also coming out this year. So I think Letitia might be a little bit young, but we are going to be seeing a lot of her and I'm pleased because she is she is adorable.
1: But also if you are a fan of the Netflix show Black Mira mm. she is in the season the season finale of season 2 called the Black Museum
0: no
1: season 3 oh sorry season, season four? 3 of four.
0: Four, season four, season four finale. Uh, that's another thing separately. Netflix, Black Mirror, a lot of the characters in this movie, we have seen them on Black Mirror, the British, the British character, the British actor.
1: Yes, um, the husband of Okoye, um. Who you, was
0: also in. I didn't put
1: him on the list.
0: That's okay. I he, forget his name. Um, uh,
1: but he's also from the hit horror film Get Out.
0: Get Out, the main character. And the first, he's
1: from season one or two of. But also Black in Black Mirror. Mirror.
0: Right, right, absolutely. So you, we we do see them again and again. And Black Mirror is an excellent an excellent show. Not for the light of heart, as one of my coworkers said. She can't watch it because it's a bit too disturbing for her. So be careful if you go that route. <laughs> and
1: and the final character, not the final in the whole movie, but he's the big villain, the antagonist, mm-hmm. uh, Ulysses Claw, He played by Andy Serkis. You guys may know him. He's the man that has been in everything since 1999.
0: Not everything, you over-exaggerate.
1: I feel like it. Um, he's been in Star Wars as Snoke. He was eagle in Lord of the Rings. He was also and in The Hobbit. Hobbit. Has- he's been playing this reoccurring Ulysses Claw in all in the MCU. So he's he's
0: he's a blockbuster. Um,
1: he's he's second tier actor basically. franchise Viagra, I guess.
0: No, I mean because he's not one of the main characters, but he is part of the driving forces in several blockbuster movies. So there is that. So, yeah. yeah, he may feel like I see him everywhere because he he likes to play that bad guy role, and he does it very well,
1: oh, yeah, and a great character actor he's been in video games, so you've heard his voice all over the place um there's so in in a nutshell, I really enjoyed this movie. It was very fun, it was awesome, but this leads to a little outrage from the community. I don't mean outrage, not outrage. I think it's a small revolution of just ignorant folks talking, different people on Reddit. And a lot of people that I highly respect has replied to these things and pointed me out in their direction.
0: Well, um, you mentioned the political position of the movie. What do you think? Just give one political position of the movie that you think is trying to portray.
1: Well, I don't want to say neo-Africanism. But you know, like uh, I'm gonna just say, black as a whole, black resurgence. You know, like black is beautiful, black and proud, those things. And but then it brings out the ugliness of certain people as a part of the community, even within the black community. Talking about, I could not find the original comment, Mm -hmm. but it was talking about how black people are around cooning, getting dressed up, cooning basically pretending to be bougie and
0: no, that's not what cooning.
1: That's what I'm calling cooning. No,
0: that's not All right, it. why don't
1: you help me out to explain cooning mm-hmm.
0: then? I mean in the way that it's used in this quote, I guess they're quoting someone else saying that they're cooning. Um they're putting on
1: put on airs?
0: No, like a show, like they really understand it and they're just dressing up, you know. Uh it's
1: Oh, they're they're characterizing they're making a caricature of the situation?
0: Pretty much, like if you've never dressed in these clothes before and then you want to come see this movie and get all dressed up in in these traditional african clothing it's it's not your normal it's nothing that you normally do it's not something, it's not something that you really understand so that could be what could offend some people but some people are just really really sensitive and i don't think that it's a big deal i really don't think this is a real fallout
1: i don't know it was just it was different things that i've also found in different articles and it just i don't want to publicize those people that post these stupid crap like that but in the in the nutshell um i won't use her full name but miss tay was she says everyone's everyone that's saying we're out here cooning because we're excited about and supporting the movie black panther even dressing up for it can have uh, dressing for it can have several seats the same ones who talking about a white man who owns and they are white man owns marvel we know this just like we know a white man owns Facebook, but you get on here every day and put more money in his pockets. Bunch of hypocrites. Shut up sometimes, and a bunch of y'all don't know how to celebrate black excellence because you're living subpar to your own excellence. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And I,
1: I just loved her response to that because the whole issue is that anytime there's something great, people want to tear it down. And this movie has been anticipated. People have found out about it, and it's as they said. It broke box office opening records,
0: and I think the studio did a really good job of letting Ryan Coogler and and others, even the costumer, like they really let them be true. To the African American experience. I'm Not saying black, but African American. Like they researched everything. They got the costuming right. They got the, they even had, um, language speech therapists there to help them get the accents correct for when they speak. And because a lot of, a lot of the actors, English is their first language. They wouldn't have that interesting, unique accent, but they had it developed so it would sound like how people speak English from that area of the world. And they even went so far as that there were no hot combs or, relaxed on the set so everyone had to have their natural hair, you know, very natural makeup and clothing. And so they really let basically black people tell this story. And so the fact that if you say, Oh, well, white man owns it, it makes it any less it it doesn't, you know What what can you do? Stan Lee, uh, a Jewish guy from New York, came up with these characters years back and worked with the Black artists to design Black Panther. You know, some just, you got to cut them some slack and just be like, you know, it's excellent that now instead of them telling our stories for us, they're letting us do it ourselves. So we just need to accept that and rejoice in it and be glad. And hopefully the newer, younger generations will continue this tradition and they will feel empowered. To create more of their own superheroes in their own films and voices and things like this. You
1: know what? I just thought about this. We talked about this on a show once before.
0: I think we did.
1: And we're talking Mm -hmm. about how um, eventually we want to get away from having the white advocate speak and help us out. Because at one point, before any person of color could break into the business, they had to have, like, kind of like that white guy vouching for them. Mm -hmm. And then. And so I guess you have those, um, pardon the, um, phrase, I'm still in your analogy before, and I just forgot his freaking name, uh, doc, you know, I said, like, I like listening to Dr. Umar Johnson. I think he's, he can be, he has intelligent reasons. I understand his, what he's trying to do. We just disagree on a lot of his stances, but there's those individuals that are like him that will probably call it cooning and. Oh, you've never been like this. And all of a sudden, you're getting into this African panism. Oh my God. Now, look at you. You're fake and you're a fraud, and you shouldn't do that. You should be happy when people support it. And I think it was one of his speeches where he mentioned, we don't, we shouldn't need a white person to vouch for us. And I guess that's where they're coming from when they have, oh, Stan Lee, um, and Marvel, Disney. Another dead white man Uh putting this stuff together where they're like, oh, no, another white people, another white person telling a black story. Oh, That's fake. But no, it had black crew, black director and the black director who wrote it. So this is coming from a very real place and it should be respected.
0: I I just think that it's it's ridiculous to even think this way in this day and age I really it's not about you know needing a white man to open the door for us but here's my here's what my case has always been about that when they open the door we grab the opportunity point blank who cares you know like it's it's they they have pulled out a chair at the table for us we will take the frickin' chair I don't understand what's wrong with that because they do they've been I mean they everyone does it forever when it comes to nepotism giving jobs to your brothers your cousins your nephews whatever so why can't we be cousins and nephews in in whatever we can do this too so i don't i don't think that it's an issue but i i feel like to to harp on that is ridiculous and now that ryan kugler has been so successful successful at such a young age a young black male director and writer do you not think that he will pass it on to other children of color in the future as they grow up and he will be that door to open for them so i don't understand why, why does it matter who, who pulls the seat out for you? They, they're telling you, sit down. (laughs) Honestly,
1: I think those individuals that feel like that, they feel left out. Not that they feel left out, but they've also left others out because they felt like, well, no one helped me. No Mm -hmm. one helped me. So you know what? I'm going to tell you what you need to do to follow me, but I'm really not going to help you unless we can help each other. And I think that's maybe that attitude that's coming from that.
0: I think it's jealousy.
1: Another thing Peter that really simple. um
0: the color green
1: Another thing that brought up like on some Reddit mm-hmm. um they were talked a lot of discussions were coming up talking about how oh, Shuri is not a believable character in this movie. And how a girl who is so young could be the leader of the Wakandan technology group and invent all this stuff and heal people who knows medicine, could do design. She
0: knows technology.
1: Well, no, 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 Um without – well, there's a part in the movie, and she's like – When um, the Hobbit man needs to be Mm -hmm. fixed, Mm -hmm. and she says, "Oh, another broken white boy for me to fix." She uses medical technology as well to heal people.
0: Yes, of course, but we're not saying that she can like go do open heart surgery. But she develops the technology and she knows how to use it. And that's what we even teach our kids: is there are tools, learn how to use the tools to, to propel yourself and to help others. So she's using tools. She's a brilliant young lady. She's not a baby. I mean, she was five years old. It might be unbelievable. (laughs) Well, I
1: I love the response to some of this information that, um, that was relayed to me by my boy Sky. He was talking about, and he posted this on his Facebook page, like, one of the critiques about Black Panther that I find bloody annoying is, oh, it's so unbelievable for Shuri to be such a genius and in charge of both tech development and neurosurgeon at that age. For real, you people don't. Oh sorry, you people don't remember Doogie Hauser MD.
0: That was my show.
1: A whole drama revolving around a fourteen year old white kid that was a surgeon. Hell, Tony Stark graduated from MIT and was building robots by seventeen. You have a whole threads of Reddit discussing the who Property. was building oh sorry.
0: Discussing the properties of Vibranium.
1: But Shiri but- is unbelievable. And I thought his he always posts these witty, witty comments, and I love it. Sorry I messed it up for you, Scott. But um, I just thought it was its interesting how some people, they can, and during there's this whole There's always post- going
0: to be negativity, and there's still always going to be people out there who think that um, people of color are not that smart. Or they think that women aren't that bright, you know, because we really aren't. Really celebrate it in the STEM fields, you know, and so the more, and, and, like, and like I said, I mean, if anyone ever knew or read or saw the film Hidden Figures about real life, true in the 1960s, black woman sci- uh, scientists and engineers, like you would know, but we don't see enough of those stories. So I think a lot of people still have that idealized. Propaganda that a scientist looks like this, you know what I mean, and that's just well that's it's kind of like society. what I told
1: it's kind of like I posted um i said it's just it's the age old adage that black Americans aren't that smart and which has been propagated through slavery, which is why uh Phyllis Wheatley she always pointed out in her in her poetry that impressed the her white her, i don't oh uh, the white people of her society that oh this is done by a black woman and you know it's funny as i grew up I, I don't i don't
0: want to beat up one.
1: no 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 i'm not it's not it has nothing to do with white and black this some of these comments i read was from multiracial mm-hmm. but i think based through media and things of that nature like with thomas edison and the filming the moving picture and it's like two brothers eating watermelon And it was actually a joke, but that became like a whole stereotype, like, hmm, black people love watermelon. Everybody loves watermelon. It's refreshing. So in that case, it's that whole thing like, oh, black Americans, African Americans aren't that bright. But then no one remembers that, you know, it was a black guy who came up with the use for peanut butter, use for peanuts. Uh, One that – another one that invented the – not just a guy, but invented the refrigerator. Revit, invented
0: refrigeration technology
1: yes invented yeah. refrigeration technology invented the um open heart surgery blood transfusion all these things that were that were done by black americans or black or african descent should be heralded and recognized and not just swept under the rug I
0: think- Day is coming, but what I really like, and, and this again, you mentioned a whole lot of men, but <laughs> but what I really like about um, we 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 have uh, we have we know a little girl who we love very dearly, and she has a whole book about um, really famous women who are famous for many things, including the arts. I'm sorry, the sciences, first millionaire
1: was Madame C.J. Walker.
0: Math, American millionaire, math, and so it's it's important that. Those stories get, are, they are getting out there, and eventually the stereotypes will change about what we think of when we, when the, the, I mean, still to this day, I'll find flashcards that have, you know, the picture of a doctor and the picture of a, a nurse, and the nurse is always a woman and the doctor's always a man, you know, so we, we still have some, uh, a while to go, but we will get there. We will get there.
1: And my last thing that I found was an article about the creator of, Black Panther seeing mm-hmm. Black Panther.
0: How exciting is that? I always thought how great it is to be able to create something on paper and see it come to life with technology. And I just I feel really happy for him.
1: So and this article is from cinemablend.com mm-hmm. and it says Don McGregor joined Marvel Comics in the late night and night in late 1972 as a proofreader but he quickly became a writer and editor for the company. In 73, he started working on the Jungle Action Book when he penned a 13-issue tale titled Black uh, Panther's Rage, which introduced Eric Killmonger to the Marvel Universe. Decades later, McGregor was the first to see Michael B. Jordan's performance as the MCU's Killmonger when he attended the Black Panther World premiere and was pleased with what he saw. McGregor was also surprised to see that Black Panther had included one of the wildest moments he ever wrote for T'Challa, the hero, tackling a rhino. Yeah. And he says, Michael B. They're
0: not regular rhinos,
1: though. Oh, no, these are huge. (laughs) And it says, Michael B. Jordan was great as Killmonger. The thing that actually struck me the most was that I love Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. I always thought that T'Challa should have a quiet dignity. He doesn't have to raise his voice. He walks in the room, and he is the guy. And if trouble's going to happen, you want him there to come in, In. back your play. Mm -hmm. To have Angela Bassett playing Ramonda, another character I created, was so beautiful.
0: And Ramonda is T'Challa's mother. T'Challa and, yes. and whatever sister's name is, I forgot.
1: <laughs> so it was, so I found that article because I wanted something to be more on the positive end because it this is a great movie. The whole movie is
0: positive. No, I the think. whole
1: movie is great. I'm just saying, like, from the the two negative points where the people are giving positive responses, and then this is the ultra positive. I response. can't help
0: but agree with this guy about, uh, you know, what he said about Chadwick because it's like he does when he enters. A room. Every time he came on screen, you know, it was like mm, T'Challa is here, you know. <laughs> and so I just, I just think he is, in again, an excellent actor. Carries himself well. They all work really well together. Everything was very believable. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and I love, I love seeing them all, and I look forward to seeing them all again.
1: Oh yes, I hope they continue making the standalone Black Panther movies because.
0: I, I mean, be. I'm sure they will. These these make them a lot of money. It's oh, all yeah. about the money. The only color we all know, the only color in life that really green. matters is green. So on that note, is there anything else you want to add?
1: I oh, don't know. I think I've talked myself to death on this one.
0: Oh, I know. We were way too excited. We had to put this into a two-parter, I think. But anyway, it's been a while, guys, and we just wanted to open up with something really positive and beautiful. If you have not seen Black Panther, please go and see it. Don't feel bad if you want to dress up, you want to make it a whole event, go for it. It's it's your thing. You do what you want to do. You and your friends, your family, you enjoy it, you take you take the kids, you buy the products, you you go you go all out. It's it's your thing. Uh, have I, a good time.
1: I, I did want to say this though. Um Wesley Snipes. I know you did Blade, but I, I I found out in the beginning you did try to make Black Panther back in '96, but it just wasn't it wasn't the right time for Black Panther at that moment.
0: And so, I'm really glad, I mean, no offense to Wesley, but I'm really glad it didn't happen then, and that's happening now, because I think it's much better.
1: Well, because we needed Blade. Blade, Blade set and off. And let's be
0: honest, some of the characters in this film were babies in 1996, so we wouldn't have gotten to see them Oh, anyway. no, exactly. So we wouldn't have gotten to enjoy them.
1: And on that note, I am your boy, Khalif.
0: And I am your girl, Jamees.
1: I was going to say tackle a rhino, but...
0: Do not tackle rhinos, <laughs> but spread that love. <laughs> if you're like me and you're thinking, ooh, Africa looks like a fun place to visit, send some of your tourist dollars their way. They'd be happy to have you, I'm sure.
1: And see, catch you next time. Bye. It's been a long time,
0: long time. We shouldn't have left you. Left
1: you. Without a dope me. step two, step two, step two, step two, step two, step two, step step two, step, it step, 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 step. Step, step. It's been a long time, time, we shouldn't have left you. That'll dope me. Step two, step two, step two, step two, step two.